Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. On a two and one, Taylor, fly ball to left, and deep, and gone! Chris Taylor, a walk-off home run. The Dodgers are walking off to San Francisco. They win the wild card, three to one. Here comes Taylor to the plate. They are mobbing him. The crowd is going crazy. The Dodgers advance to the National League Division Series with one mighty swing by Chris Taylor. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Xworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. It is Becky L. Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday morning. The voice of Charlie Steiner last night. The Dodgers walk off from run Chris Taylor. They win the NL wildcard game. They're off to San Francisco in a battle of teams that won at least 106 games. What a series that should be. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line is Joe Osborne of Oddstruck. Talks some MLB, talks some NFL. Joe, let's start with the baseball. We got two wildcard games. One was, you know, okay, pretty good. Yankees, Red Sox. The other one was incredible. The Cardinals and the Dodgers. Joe, where do you want to start? So many good series here. So many, uh, you know, different matchups. AL, NL. I-, I can't wait for Dodgers, Giants. Joe, which of these four series is your favorite? Which jumps out to you the most, maybe with value or just y- your interest in watching it? Uh, I like the Brave series price as an underdog in the uh, series prices. So coming in at uh, plus one twenty-eight versus the Brewers, and something that's kind of flying under the radar a little bit is the Brewers. Yeah, they they have the starting pitching edge in this series. But they kind of come into the playoffs limping a little bit in terms of their offense and their bullpen. They've been awful down the stretch of the regular season here. The last two weeks of the regular season, 29th in all of baseball and WRC+. And the bullpen's been up and down all season, 25th in bullpen FIP over the last two weeks. So the Braves much better in each of those categories. So I'll give Atlanta the edge here. You know, the starting pitching is fairly close the brewers do have the edge but i think there's pretty good value on atlanta plus 128 uh joe the first uh ds series that we get going afternoon is the white Sox and the astros they're best of five we had to wait until yesterday to find out that tony la Russa is going with lance lynn i'm sick of hearing about how old these senior citizen managers are let's talk about how we could win some money betting this uh what do you have anything on game one and uh the series uh, I don't have much of a feel for the White Sox Astro series. It's pretty close, right? A lot of unknowns coming into it. The uh, pretty big overhaul of the Astros pitching staff over the years. I'd like to see the White Sox get through, though, just to see some new blood get in a little bit deeper. But as mm-hmm. for today's game, total set at eight, seven and a half at some places. Actually, I do like the over on that number. You know, both teams come into the playoffs in pretty good form 
offensively. Um, and you dig into Lance Lynn's numbers versus the Astros, and he's been absolutely obliterated by this lineup, guys. He faced him once this season, allowed six earned runs in that game. Faced him once last season, allowed nine earned runs in that game. Then you look at some of the head-to-heads versus some of the hitters. Altuve, Alvarez, Brantley Bregman, and even Martin Maldonado all have uh, OPS over 1,000 versus Lance Lynn. And then you take a look at the Astros' bullpen. You know, they kind of come into this series limping a little bit. They've been pretty poor down the stretch. So I could see the White Sox getting a few across in the later inning. So I like the the over eight in that game. Joe, what's your lean on the Giants? Boy, all year long, the Dodgers, everyone just keeps saying Dodgers are better, Dodgers are better, and they're great. I'm not knocking the Dodgers. They won 106 games, and they have so much talent. But the Giants beat them head-to-head in the series in the, during the year. The Giants had more wins, obviously, by one during the regular season. Giants have pole field here. Scherzer can't pistol game three. I think there's value on the Giants plus 132 in the series. Where, where do you lean Dodgers-Giants in what should be a good one? Yeah, I'm in agreement. You know, I made a lot of money betting on the San Francisco Giants all season. The most profitable team in all the Major League Baseball guys. You know, the best record. I don't have to tell you guys that. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty even. Obviously, the Dodgers have the much bigger names. And, you know, kind of a a bit of a storyline at the All-Star break was, oh, well, the Giants are going to fall off here. You know, this is going to be it. And that didn't happen. They kept their foot on the gas, head-to-heads. They were very good versus the Dodgers. So, yeah, I'll take them. That's where the value is. Uh, and they got home field advantage too. So that's pretty big. So 100% in line with you there on, uh, San Francisco. Uh, seems like we're taking a lot of looks here at dogs. I, I wouldn't surprise me either here. What about, uh, the other AL series that we have not hit on with, uh, Boston in Tampa Bay, uh, the Rays pretty large favorites going in. Yeah. Um, I like Tampa in that one. Tampa is one of these funny teams, right? You ask any casual baseball fan to name, uh, you know, half a dozen players on Tampa Bay, and and they probably can't do it. But you look at all the stats, and, you know, the the offense is fantastic. We know the bullpen is good. The uh, starting rotation is good enough. And, you know, logic doesn't always carry over to the playoffs. Logic doesn't always carry over towards betting. But I think it's pretty hard to go against Tampa Bay and that one, especially with the uh, likelihood of J.D. Martinez missing at least uh, a, f- a few games here. So I'll roll with Tampa. You know, pretty good roll versus the Red Sox, too. They've won 11 of the last 15 games against them. So Tampa Bay, they're actually my pick to win the World Series. So, so of course, <laughs> I like them in, in this series. You know, I do think that experience last year getting uh, deep into the playoffs and into the World Series, I think it's going to uh, help them out. And uh, so, yeah, I like Tampa Bay to roll versus the Red Sox. Wouldn't surprise me. Never, never bad a bet on Tampa Bay. They're that good. Joe Osborne, Odd Shark, joining us here. Joe, let's hit some NFL. We got a game tonight: the Seahawks and the Rams. McVay off a loss. That's usually pretty profitable to go with McVay off a loss. What, what are you thinking tonight with the Seahawks and Rams in Seattle? Rams uh, two and a half point road favorite. Yeah, I'll take the Rams minus two and a half. And I think a big storyline in this one is going to be the issues the Seahawks are having on their offensive line. You know, they're allowing the second highest pressure percentage per dropback. In the NFL, uh, Russell Wilson's already been sacked nine times. Rams doing a pretty good job of getting to the quarterback, six most sacks so far on the season. So these teams played three times last year, including a playoff game, obviously. Uh, Russell Wilson was sacked 16 times in those games, guys. So I could see that carrying over into this one. We know, uh, you know, a lot of good coaches are very good at bouncing back after a bad loss. And like you said, that's been the case for Sean McVay. Uh, the Rams are on a run right now, 8-2-1 against the spread following a loss, so that's pretty good for them. And a big question I have about the Seahawks is, can they play 
a full game. You know, they've looked fantastic at some points this season, but they've been falling off considerably in the second half. Uh, 27th in the league in second half scoring, scoring about nine fewer points in the second half compared to the first. Meanwhile, the Rams are finishing very strong fourth in second half scoring in the NFL. So, yeah, I like the Rams inside of a field goal. Absolutely. Uh, Joe, let's talk about your Dolphins for a little bit. I know they're not getting a lot of buzz this week. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, when I see Tampa Bay favored by 10 and it's Brady coming off uh, a disappointing performance, you still win the game, but that was a big spot. And the state of that secondary, we'll find out about their injury report over the next couple of days, but they're dealing with injuries across the board. Opponents, pass, pass, pass. Oh, you're getting 10 points as an underdog? As long as you have some sort of a passing offense, that's the problem here. It's Brissett. Can't, and now we've got Will Fuller on injured reserve. What do you know? It's another football season. Will Fuller's on the IR. They were yeah. expecting some things out of, out of him. But uh, do, do you think your Dolphins can hang – can hang around you still have the solid defense going up against Brady but can they put enough on the board to keep this within 10 I do not think so uh you know this <laughs> is familiar territory for myself as a Dolphins fan it felt pretty good last year you know tuning into every game you know a lot on the line uh and you know it still is young but major issues on the offense here guys the offensive play calling is way too conservative uh, of course, Miami went with uh, the co-offensive coordinators coming into the year, which was a little puzzling, and it doesn't seem to be working out very well. Uh, way too conservative with the play calling, and that's resulted in them ranking dead last in yards per play. So I don't think they're going to be able to to keep up in this one. Uh, too many weapons offensively for uh, Tampa Bay. I could see over 48, absolutely, though, because Tampa Bay, you know, their pass defense has been one of the worst in all of the NFL and maybe it is a kitchen sink game for this Miami offense where they say, okay, let's open it up. We're pretty desperate here. we got to do something. So maybe they do take a couple of shots. Both of these defenses actually are really bad at allowing uh, big passing plays. They're among the worst in the league at allowing passing plays over 20-plus yards. So I could see the over 48, but I can't back the Dolphins on the spread in this one, guys. It's just uh, very ugly performances. Uh, plus, uh, you know, emotionally invested. So... Uh, yeah. pretty hard to back uh, my team at this point. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joe, you wrote... 
get odds shark about net yards per play, uh, which I think is a really interesting stat. And usually, I, I usually kind of break it down when I usually like I look at the offense versus the other team's defense, right? Their yards per play versus what the other team's allowing. But you put it together, you kind of get a glimpse of the team and how they're playing as a whole, how many yards they're giving up versus versus allowed per play. What were your takeaways from it, and, and how will it kind of impact what you look at with certain games this week? Because there's a couple matchups that. Maybe the line is like, whoa, it's big or it's small, but the yards per play, it's, it's a little different when you look at it. Well, you take a look at a team like the Dallas Cowboys, and they're hovering uh, in the middle of the pack there, and you know the results wouldn't say that. But you take a look at turnover differential, and that's something that's not incorporated in net yards per play. Either it's stuff like missed field goals or penalty yards or you know bad calls by the referees. So you got to wonder if a team like the Cowboys is going to come back down the earth a little bit. They're, they're tied for turnover differential right now in the NFL. And, you know, being the beneficiary of turnovers, you know, there is a lot of luck involved in that. There is some skill. You got to give the defense some credit there. But situations like that, and there are some surprising numbers, like the Philadelphia Eagles among the best in the NFL in uh, net yards per play. I think they're a pretty decent looking Carolina, especially on a teaser there. You could get them up to plus nine and a half. That's not too bad, but I think it's a pretty indicative of, of the flow of the game, right? But you're not going to get stuff like how teams are performing in the red zone or play calling on third down. But still, absolutely one of my favorite stats to uh, dig into when handicapping NFL games. Uh, Joe, if we give you the board, what is your uh, favorite side or total week five in the NFL? Uh, that would be over 52 and a half with the Giants in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. So these games in Dallas, super, super high scoring guys over the past couple seasons here. So they've gone over in 10 of their last 12 games. Those games saw an average combined score of 63.08 points. And eight of those 12 games saw at least 62 points being scored. So 52 and a half for this one. Um these teams, the defenses aren't very good, right? 23rd and 30th in yards per play allowed so far. People are th think that the Dallas defense has improved. I don't know about that, guys. They're getting killed through the air. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones, he's looking pretty good. Seventh, uh, The Giants are seventh in passing yards per game. So I see a, a lot of yards being gained through the air in this one, a very fast-paced game, a track meet there. So I'll take over 52.5 for Giants-Cowboys. You tweeted this week about some teaser potential. You already mentioned one with us, with the Eagles. Maybe tease them up to nine and a half. I think that's a great look. I think the Eagles have a chance to really compete in that game. You get all those points. It's a, it's a good look. Any other games you would throw into a teaser this week? Uh, I know a lot of our audience is looking at those. And, and if you hit it, it could be very profitable if you find the right ones. Yeah, it's kind of a funny week for teasers. You know, people prototypically or typically like to, uh, you know, get that big favorite inside of a field goal down to the minus two and a half or minus two, but not a whole lot of spots like that. The the Vikings were there at the start of the week, but I think they're up to uh, nine right now. So I don't like teasing a team down to three. They're that blocking us. Really sense to me. What's that? Yeah. They're blocking us. They, they, yeah, they keep moving these numbers up. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big uh, week to tease underdogs. And a few spots that I like is getting the Cleveland Browns up to plus eight with the San Francisco Giants up to plus 11 and a half. So you take a look at the, the Browns-Chargers matchup, and this is easily going to be the best defense the Chargers have faced all season after going up against the football team, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Raiders. And something that the Cleveland Browns can exploit is the Chargers' rush defense, which hasn't been very good, 30th in yards allowed per rush. You know, Cleveland, the strength of their offense is absolutely their rush attack. Then you take a look at the San Francisco-Arizona uh, game. Now, the look-ahead line for this game was minus two and a half. Then it moved three points based off the result of one week's results. I don't quite agree with that. 
So why not throw six more points on top of it, right? And this Arizona rush defense isn't very good. Shanahan, if he's the offensive guru, everyone thinks he is, I think he should be able to exploit that a little bit, come up with a run-heavy game plan to chew up a lot of clock and move the football a little bit. So, yeah, I like getting them up to plus 11.5 there. And like I said, the Philadelphia Eagles up to plus 9.5 versus the Panthers. They perform better in many key stack categories than the Panthers despite playing better competition. So I think that's a pretty good spot as well. Uh, Joe, your thoughts on the big game of the week? It seems like the betting community is uh, taking the Bills as an underdog and maybe uh, looking at this under, this huge total, 56 and a half. What do you think about Bills Chiefs Sunday night? You know, a lot of people kind of turn their back on the Kansas City Chiefs all of a sudden and pretending that they're still not, uh, you know, one of the top favorites to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, going into that game last week against the Eagles, a lot of people are pointing out, well, the, the Chiefs could easily be 0-3 right now. And my kind of uh, response to that, well, they could have easily been 3-0 and too if it wasn't for a couple of uncharacteristic turnovers at the end of those games. So this is easily going to be the best offense that the Buffalo Bills have faced all season too. Well, whenever somebody plays the Kansas City Chiefs, it is typically the best offense they'll play all season. But, you know, a, a pretty big pickup based on, uh, you know, previous matchups, uh, the football team, Dolphins, Steelers, and, uh, of course, uh, Davis Mills and the, the Houston Texans there, right? So, yeah, I'll take the home team there, minus three. I'll happily, you know, going against the public when you're taking the Patrick Mahomes side, 100%. Yeah, I will happily jump on Kansas City there. Good stuff. Joe Osborne, we always appreciate you hopping on of Oddsark. That was Joe Osborne on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Coming up next, our MLB Playoff World Series odds draft. Where are we going? We'll go around the horn with a draft style. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.